Hello, Forever Family. My name's Shan, and I'm a recovery pastor. And today is the 4th of July. You know, we always talk about during the holidays, um, we have to be very careful because holidays can trigger many things, many emotions, many thoughts, just a whole gamut of responses. And sometimes we don't think about the trauma response that becomes part of our natural behaviors. So a trauma response is, well, first let's talk about trauma. A trauma is something that occurs and it jeopardizes your safety. And I don't just mean in a physical sense. It could be a physical, mental, emotional, um, even a spiritual sense. But it shakes the safety and you never feel that safe again. That, that's a trauma. It changes how you view things and how you react. Now, many of us, we develop a trauma response. We don't even think we're doing anything. It just becomes part of our natural behavior. You've heard that people in an um, abusive relationship will go forward in relationships and feel like they've completely healed. But every time they turn around, if their new significant other barely raises their voice, like they could just be laughing and talking, but the tone changes. Then this person that's been through this traumatic event may start apologizing constantly. <clears throat> like every time they turn around, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Sometimes they don't even realize they're doing it. Okay, so let, let's make sure we clear that first. Now, traumatic experiences, this is something I want to talk about, and it's very normal to have very strong emotional or physical reactions following a very stressful event. Anytime somebody tells you you're not healing fast enough or you're healing too fast, I want you to step back from them because we all deal with stuff differently at different times, at different speeds. That's grief, that's, that's sorrow, that's guilt, that's shame. It's all of it. So now one of the, I guess one of the biggest things we see in the natural healing, in the recovery process, is that our emotions may be the last thing we pay attention to when it comes to healing. <clears throat> now, a traumatic experience, again, this is any event in life that has caused us to feel threatened. Our safety has been threatened. It could be um, our life. It could be the family's life. It could be our home structure if you've been through a hurricane, anything like that. This creates a very high level of emotional or psychological or physical distress that can temporarily disrupt our ability to function. Now, let me say this too. I have said many times, and I will probably say it a million more times. Most of us on an everyday basis are dysfunctionally functional, meaning we have these quirky things that are occurring like trauma response, but they become such a normal way of life for us that we are dysfunctionally functioning, if you will. So let's talk about some of the things that can trigger a trauma response.
you have a natural disaster. You've got floods, you've got hurricanes, you've got fires, you've got earthquakes, things like that. You could be a victim or witness a crime that was just so horrific and so violent that it shook your safety to your core. And you may feel like you never want to be alone again. You may have been involved in or witnessed a very serious car accident. Life is busy. We're on the interstates. We're on the highways. We witness so much stuff that just a generation back was not impacted the way we are today. It's not an excuse. I'm just stating the facts. You may have been on an airplane or train and there was an emergency where they had to either land the plane or stop the train as fast as possible and, and evacuate people. You may have even experienced um, some level of assault, whether it was physical or sexual. You could also experience a trauma response, and this is more of a lower level response. If you have seen images or the news reports, and again, this isn't an excuse. I'm talking about the kids that witnessed 9-11. I bring this up because my son was so tiny. Um, I think he was five at the time. And he watched the news. I'm at work. And he's with a family member. And he had nightmares for weeks and weeks and weeks. And where we lived at the time, we were in a military flight path between bases. So every time they would fly over and they were flying very low, he freaked out and he kept saying, are they going to fall on us now? Because he saw the planes in his eyes fall into the buildings. Now, eventually he got past that, but he is still a very high alert when it comes to anything to do with transportation. So that's a natural trauma response now for him because he witnessed the images of 9-11 on TV. Now, the way a person reacts to trauma actually depends on the severity and the type, of course, but it also depends on the person's previous experience. And what I mean by that is if you've got somebody who grew up in an abusive home and then they witness a very horrific crime, it amplifies it. And I'm not making excuses for anybody, but what I am saying is we all have different ex, uh, experiences. And so we can all be in the same place and witness the exact same traumatic event. And we are all impacted different. Most of the time we go on high alert or you feel like you're constantly on watch you may feel numb sometimes, like emotionally just numb. And that's actually a state of shock. If you feel that way, you need to talk to somebody. <clears throat> you may easily become emotionally upset. You may feel all of a sudden you're just extremely fatigued or tired. That's a level of stress and anxiety that is very dangerous. And I encourage you to talk to someone. You may be overly protective of family members or friends or even strangers. You may not want to leave a specific place because of what happened. 
then again, you may bounce between the different reactions. Now, there is a mental reaction to trauma, and it can cause you to have reduced concentration or reduced memory. Your thoughts may be very intrusive about the event. You may replay the event or parts of the event over and over and over in your mind to the point it can actually cause confusion or you'll feel disoriented. There is an emotional reaction to trauma. Most of us know fear and anxiety and panic. Most of us can um, see the characteristics, if you will, of shock and understand that someone's in shock, but we don't always know it when it's us. A good way to think about shock is when you feel detached and confused and numb. There again, numb and detached. That alone can be an emotional response to trauma because people dive into their work. They dive into their, their regular lives as quick as they can because they're trying to run away from what they've experienced. Then again, there are some people that do not want to connect to others at all. They become withdrawn. You may have somebody that'll talk to you, but it's only by phone. They do not have many face-to-face -face interactions because their walls are so high and they feel like they have to protect themselves so much that they can't even let a friend physically close to them. You may continuously feel like there's danger all around you because you're just waiting on it to happen again. Then again, you may feel like, like you've been let down. And what I mean by that is we have been oversensitized and to a, to a point desensitized, if you will, with all the TV. We see all these shows where the good guys come in and save the day. And it can make us question, where were the good guys for me? And this can trigger you to fall back into an emotional reaction where you feel let down or depressed or guilty, oversensitized. A lot of our first responders have to be very careful with this. Of course, the physical reactions are, again, fatigue, the just exhaustion. You may feel like your sleep, is, your sleep pattern is disturbed. Some people feel nauseous vomiting, they'll, they'll feel dizzy, headaches. They may all of a sudden find themselves with an, an elevated heart rate and just sweating crazily. But some of the things we don't realize in our trauma response is our behavioral responses. Again, we avoid events. Don't want people in our bubble. Stay back. I feel like I have to keep my walls up. You may even have the inability to stop focusing for a while. We get so zeroed in. We've got to hit a deadline. We've got to get past this. We've got to feel like we've achieved something, especially if we've lost someone in a, in a tragic event. Sometimes we just lose touch with our daily routines altogether. Sometimes we have a change in our appetite. And sadly, some people turn to substances such as alcohol, Maybe cigarettes, coffee, drugs, or maybe you find yourself sleeping all the time. Once this stressful event and this traumatic event is over, you may find yourself trying to make sense of everything. I encourage people to stop and write everything down. Write it down while it's fresh on your memory. 
This keeps us from bouncing back and forth, back and forth, and sometimes we get details confused. And then when we're talking to someone else and they say, no, that didn't happen, but we know it did because it's in our memory. Well, that's because we've had memories bouncing back and forth. Ways that you can get help from your trauma responses is first to recognize that you might be in a fight or flight situation. You constantly feel like you're in fight or flight. We need to accept that our feelings are not normal and that's okay. It is okay to ask for help. You need to remind yourself every single day that you are managing yourself as good as you can. You are functioning as good as you can. And when you feel like you're not, again, ask for help. I do want to encourage you right after a traumatic event, don't make any major life-changing decisions. Again, sometimes we do that knee-jerk reaction because we've got to solve all the world problems because we have looked death in the eye. Don't make any decisions. Gradually confront what has happened. Talk about it little by little. Don't bottle your feelings up. Try to get back to a normal routine. Don't get overly busy. Don't go out of your way to avoid certain places or activities. I have a friend of mine that she lost someone in a, in a car wreck. But the thing was, she was in the car too when it wrecked. And she will not drive on interstates. She will not ride in the car on interstates. I've tried to encourage her to take short trips because not every interstate um, trip is going to involve you being in a car wreck. So there's baby steps to getting back to a, a normal as close as we possibly can. Another thing I encourage people to do is get outside in nature. Let the sun hit your face. Listen to the birds. Let the breeze just flow across you. This helps to cleanse your body of tension. It helps to release these thoughts out of your mind. Learn to relax. And that is a hard one. I get it. I get it. I'm not talking about sleep patterns. But what I am talking about is practicing your breathing or your meditation. Listen to music when you're doing something. I have another friend that after her traumatic event, she would pop in her earbuds and she would turn on gospel music because it diverted her attention and it changed her, her feelings. But when these memories do come up, it's okay to find someone to talk to. If you hear nothing else today, it is okay to find someone to talk to. You know, the, the normal healing and recovery process involved, it, the body has to go through all these different levels. The internal alarms have to go off. The high levels of energy will subside. The body will start to reset itself. The body is an amazing organism. It is a living organ. It is created to reset itself with the proper care. Now, you could go a month or more after your event and still feel like you're stuck in this rut, and that's okay. But if you go more than two months, 
I would definitely seek someone to talk to. Traumatic stress can also cause very strong reactions when you're around people and, and they're like ongoing or chronic um, reactions. This is when you definitely should seek someone to talk to professionally. If you feel so stressed after every single event in your life, it's an extreme. If you're unable to handle any conversations with any level of intensity, seek someone immediately. When you feel like your normal feelings never come back, seek someone to talk to. If you encounter nightmares, um, your breathing pattern changes for no reason, these are, these are pretty severe, and you may be going into PTSD. And again, it's okay to find somebody to talk to. The most important thing to remember today is we all have a trauma response. No matter what your trauma is, it's important that you acknowledge you went through it and now you have to heal from it. Then you take your trauma response story, your testimony, and you turn around and you share it. Because somebody has probably gone through something similar to you. And they may feel like they can't survive it. You being a survivor will help them through their trauma response. Always remember, speak life, be a blessing. Put your faith feet into action to cause a positive ripple effect. Until next time, much agape, everybody.